Hi, welcome to Rebel Reasons. This is going to be our first podcast out of a series of three. The podcast is going to be about a book called Seneca Rebel. Our podcast is run by a group of five people. I'm Gianni Rez, I'm the critic. RJ King, I'm the researcher. Kiana Lofton, I'm the illustrator. And Dylan Rayburn, I'm the summarizer. And lastly, me, Ashton, and I am the moderator. We all have a separate role to deliver to the podcast. These roles are the moderator, the literature critic, the researcher, the summarizer, and the illustrator. This week, all of us have read up to chapter 19. We all have some things to share, and first we can start with the summarizer. So in the first teen chapters, Dorothy Doro Campbell is flown from L.A. to Pennsylvania and secretly inducted to a highly advanced community called the Seneca Society. Throughout the first chapters, Dorothy, Dorothy switches between current events and backstories. We learn that she has cracked the code for every major gambling site in the, in the world and is funneling cash through an obscure bank account. In order to keep her mother out of jail due to her own actions, Dorothy goes along with a woman named Ellen Malone to what she thinks will be a reform school. When she arrives, however, Dorothy is given a choice. She can stay with the society of the future and leave the life she knows behind, including her mother, or return to L.A. and be forced to forget everything she's seen at Seneca. She accepts the offer and starts her new life at Seneca. She seems to adjust well and excels in her classes. At Seneca, she is truly appreciated. She also meets a dreamy guy whose mysterious mind is as attractive as his two different colored eyes. Then we have the researcher. I've researched the boom jet that was talked about in the book. The most similar to the boom jet in the real world is Overture. The company's name is Boom. This site showed up to me when I researched boom jet. In the book, Dorothy rode a boom jet in under an hour from LA to Washington, DC. Overture is an airliner that cuts transportation almost in half. Overture is the first airliner in a new era of enduring supersonic flight. The boom jet from the book seemed to only have two seats, and Overture plans to be able to carry 65 to 88 passengers by 2029 and test flights in 2022. Next, we have the illustrator. When Dorothy Campbell first arrived in Seneca in Chapter 3, she described her surroundings when she got off the fighter bus. She said the turbulent water slammed up against the earth, spreading stones and jagged abstract patterns. In my drawing that I illustrated, I illustrated this exact quote of turbulent water slammed up against the earth, spreading stones and jagged abstract patterns by creating a earth that is breaking up into jagged pieces and a turbulent water crashing, causing the patterns to occur. Position. And lastly, we have the literature critic. For my announce, uh, for my critique of the novel, I would be, I, I will be an, uh, analyzing the style um, of the book related to the themes and interpretation of the characters. Um, my main um, Seneca Rebel is about the main is about. Dorothy Campbell, uh, who is a rebellious teen, um, a rebel, uh, I keep screwing up my words. I don't, don't believe it. it's good. So for the, so the book is about, um, Seneca Rebel is about a girl who is rebellious, who's a genius, and of course a teen. And this story is about her progress in trying to find, helping her mother, trying to find a place for herself in the world and simply just telling her story. 
Unfortunately, I believe the story does not explain this or define this well. As a good example of this, I a lot of the critiquing would be about chapter one, especially because of the first two pages. For the first chapter of a story, a lot that has that sets the scene, the scene, and the style the, that the book goes forward with in telling her story. But none of it, but it does nothing towards helping us actually understand our character, or understand the world she's in. As much of it is, to is descriptions of, of a plane we know nothing about, or a, <laughs> or her internal monologue, which, which gives nothing towards her character or events that are happening. Um, I. And on pages, um, page four of that, she got off on a tangent on talking about a, of a cafe that her mother went to, but gives no in-depth knowledge of her character or her mother. Um, and a lot of the book uh, feels that she is not herself. It feels like she is looking above herself. She it feels that she is. Um, she um, is talking uh, more of a third-person view instead of a first-person view um, and stuff. And a main example of this would be on page, um, uh, I believe, on uh, page 23, um, which page 23 is about um, her talking about her new, uh, her new suit that she got for um, Seneca Rebel, um, or, I mean, the Seneca Society, I believe. Um, I think as all of us, when we put on a new clothing, or when we put on clothing ourselves, do we, or we like memorize the new clothing? Do we feel the new clothing? Do we, in our brains, do we like describe every inch of the clothing? We don't, because we can just see it. We, and while this is a book that has to describe our character and describe her feelings, our, it feels that her that the book is disconnected from the actual character and i think a lot of this shows from how she speaks too and how the character speaks and not just the main character i believe another good example of this is on page 31 to 33 um or really page 31 to 40. it's because um a lot of this is talking about um dorothy campbell's confrontation with the fbi and um and and her mother and this is, um, she's surprised by um, having her door unlocked, apparently. Um, and then she goes in to rush at her mom. And then, and then out of a burst of like just emotion, she, um, she asks her mother, she, well, she really um, kind of, um, why she unlocked her doors. And then that's when she realized a group of FBI agents, she's in a, she's in a struggle and then a woman named of uh, Ellen um, Malone, Malone um, helped, um, gives her help. She denies it. Um, and she, of course, um, she, of course, has to accept this just to try to save her mother. But out of all of that, out of all of that, there's pages, of, though there's paragraphs of internal monologue between every speech, um, I mean, every, um, word of each character um, that they're speaking. And 
that brings that makes him feel more disconnected because it doesn't in our how we read it, it doesn't progress how natural conversation we what we, would work. And like in the first part, I said that she's surprised by her her locks being unlocked, um, and then rushes at her mother and asks her why she unlocked it. Now, that in actuality would be in about maybe say maybe 15, 10 seconds, maybe less than that. But because of the break she has to go into in explaining that, disconnects us of the urgency or the the surprise of the event. It makes it feel more like it, it, it just happened. It doesn't feel actually urgent. And I think a lot of this, um, and also the fact that earlier when I mentioned Ella Malone offering help, a good a good trait the main character has is is her rebellious nature. But there's but the author does not def, is not able to give that off because um, she went through this long process to get there. Um, she was she had to go to um, she had to move from LA to um, uh, to Virginia um, for some reason, um, and she had to go over here go um, meet these other people for some reason. She has to live in this um, this room in the house for some reason but as someone who is a, who has a rebellious nature who is against um, is against um, surgical um, structured systems how come she doesn't fight against anything like um, and she is supposed to be sorry what we need to wrap yeah um, I am <laughs> And she is supposed to be a genius, yet for her first time, but she also does not show that in a logical sense. Like, the author can say that she did well on this, she, or she did, um, she was an impressive work for this, but in how she speaks in her actions, it doesn't show a level of, of um, any sort of um, logical sense. Okay, so now I have prepared some questions to ask, and one of these is, what do you think about Dominique so far? Uh, I personally don't have any opinion. She's another character in the story. Yeah. To me, he seems like a strange character. He just met Dorothy and is going up to her and whispering in her ear and grabbing her along on the journey, even though she likes him and is allowing him to do these things. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I agree with that. He's kind of suspicious, too, because in the book it references about him being followed by soil, and they listen yeah. to his conversation, so that's kind of like foreshadows that something bad might happen with him. Yeah, soil is basically the bigger brother of big brother. Yeah, it's like FBI, but ten times larger. Yeah, I, th I think the reason he's in trouble is, like, you can kind of tell that he's the conspiracy theorist type, but I think the reason he's in trouble is because he's smarter yeah, and most people think, and they're like, people for people who um, uh, take security and power, and having power over people, that unsettles them when people are smart enough to figure out things that they're trying to hide. Mm -hmm. I agree with that because he definitely does seem like the person that is going to up uncover all of the secrets that are behind Seneca. Because he already talked about the disease, the vaccine that they received, that is actually not a vaccine, but a tracker and a monitor that's put inside of their bodies when they get the vaccine when they first enter. 
Seneca. Yeah, the vaccine was kind of weird. I mean, like, a part of it, uh, I believe that, um, like, his his own character, I believe, helps him represent the theme of, a major theme of the Mm -hmm. novel, which is, like, deception and secrecy. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of it, I believe, is, it just feels like a lot. Yeah. True. Okay, so what do we feel about the setting and the new technology that they introduce? I feel like the whole Seneca society place, it seems like a giant mall. Like they can just <laughs> they can just walk around and then their flexors are able to open up rooms and close rooms. Like um Dominique, he was able to close a room with um Dorothy and communicate with her and he said he was flashed by her behavior or something. I did not understand this. I don't understand flexors. Um, I did some research and it says, a flexor is a personal communication and computing device constructed of shape-shifting polymer. Which I feel that the the author is intentionally doing this to help us feel like a sort of mystery and intrigue of these unknown things and like help emphasizing the new world she's in or help us like this is a new world for us to get into. But it doesn't work because in the, because in the, oh in the fact that a lot of, we don't understand it like mm-hmm. he and also doesn't give descriptions of it so these are just unknown things that we cannot imagine that are just there almost yes. like the boom jet like, again it's the a break jet. from yeah. the reality yeah. of the story one thing i see that bugs me a little bit is that it she sets the author is really setting up the seneca uh, society the world that they live in pretty well yeah um but the what she calls the abodes, the world we know or would know in this story, the, is not set up very well. We're basically expected to know what has become of this world as technology has advanced, as astronomically far as it has. Um, but like we're expected to know what a world in the future in the U.S. would look like with things like the, the flighters, like basically <laughs> flying speeders that is pretty advanced and we're not given much information about the above. Mm-hmm. Granted, we our setting in this book so far has not really been about in the, uh, her life in the above, but rather in Seneca. But I think setting up the world that she knows and came from is very, very important. I think that's a mystery. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, sorry, uh, another point was that, like, and she mentions how, like, her high school have like the water fountains we have like where you have to push it and like yeah. probably made like 1990s <laughs> yeah. but and that that but then she goes on talking about flight buses which she gives no description of them but all we can yeah. imagine is that they're flightable transportation mm-hmm. but that doesn't give like a clear sense of the time period or a technology how technology advanced for her because they do mention in the back of the book saying that this is not too off far future yeah but that doesn't give much information. I need, I need yeah, it. maybe yeah, like I introducing the time period would have been better. Yeah, yeah, it's, what it's year like, is it? It's like, yeah. I understand there's supposed to be a disconnect between the advancement of the Seneca Society and the world, the natural world, but there's so much of a drastic disconnect, it's a little too much and it doesn't quite yeah. work. I okay. really wish yeah. they put a time period because yeah. it just feels like everything is thrown everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what to expect like what are you expecting is this like far future near future yeah. is this technology that we could possibly see one day i mean the great great um analogy i heard of it is a, it's called a hat on a hat 
it's where you have a point that you're trying to get to, but then, but then cover it up with a different point, that you, different point. So everything just gets too convoluted. And what you're trying to, what your actual point is. Yeah. Okay. And then so lastly, what do we feel about Dorothy and her moving to the new school? Can you relate to that at all, especially because um, we just moved to a new school? Yeah, I can kind of relate. When she said she had to um, communicate with her mom and was given a script, kind of, and couldn't really say what she wanted to say, I felt kind of, I felt sad for her. Like, I could relate to her sadness. Yeah. I could relate because this is a new school, new experience. Everything is everything's new. Meet new people, new experiences, new courses, new lessons. I don't know what to expect here, and she doesn't know what to expect there, which makes us feel closer, but still very distant in a sense. Yes, and, oh, I, I mean, she is moving to a new school, um, which I can relate in a sense, but as I think we said before, it's not in just moving different schools for her, it's more like different worlds. And how, like, all of us, we moved to a different school that um, probably just because of the opportunity it could provide for us and the avail- the offers that we can gain from that. But for her, she was forced into it, not willingly, but out of, uh, but out of helping someone, um, like her mother. Okay, yeah, so thank you for listening to us for the first episode. Can't wait for next one. Bye. 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 Bye.